Hey, thank you for listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are streamed. You can also visit PraiseChapelLasVegas.com and follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas to stay connected with PCLV. Thank you again for listening. Here comes today's message. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you guys. You guys look pretty good with these masks. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Some of you guys are saying no, no, Pastor. Amen. Amen. Let's just 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 roll with this. Tell your neighbor, just, just roll with it. <laughs> just roll with it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh going to jump back into the word of god amen i want you to turn to ephesians chapter 5 and just a this kind of a theme scripture to on this series that i'm in right now amen ephesians chapter 5 27 and he said he did this to present to him himself a glorious church without spot or wrinkle or any blemish instead she will be holy somebody say holy, holy. and without fault Amen. Here is speaking of Jesus here. Amen. He's looking this morning. Amen. For a church without spot, wrinkle, or any type of blemish. Amen. But a church that is holy. A couple of weeks ago, I, I mentioned, amen, that God was looking for this kind of church. Amen. Last week, we had our, our Father's Day celebration. So we took a little break. Amen. In this little mini series that I'm in. Amen. But he's looking for a church without blemish. A church without wrinkle that you and I, somebody say me, me, come on, that we need to iron out some differences. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. Come on, we, we need to steam it out. Come on. I don't know about you, but I'm a, I'm a man that loves to iron, but I like to put water in my iron because I like steam. You know, steam, I, could, I, I like it when I just press on it and the steam's just kind of going up, but I know that it's doing its job. It's taking out the wrinkle. I'm, I'm not going to walk out wrinkled, amen. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to iron out and, and look good. God's looking for a church to look good. Come on, somebody. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, iron it out. Amen. Come on, we got to iron it out, amen. we got to iron out some differences. He's looking for a church that's holy. Come on, somebody. Remember that word? Hallelujah. Something that we need to be living today is holy because why? He is holy. Amen. We need to be holy. The definition of holy is this, exalted or worthy of complete devotion as one perfect in goodness and righteousness. In other words, it's a total dedication of one's life to God. That is holiness. That we dedicate ourselves completely to the work of God. And so I want to jump back to our, now it's going to be a three-part mini-series, amen. I, I thought I'd wrap it up in two, but uh, there's, I mean, know that relationships take a little bit longer, amen. And so I, I want to uh, wrap, jump back into this series. Let's just all get along. Let's just all get along, amen. Praise the Lord. And this is talking about relationships. This can be in relationships with, with siblings, with family, with marriages, with co-workers, with our society and our world today, relationships, amen. God is looking for a church, listen, that gets along. Come on, somebody. 
Come on, look at somebody and say, I love you. I love you. Now look at another person and really mean it now. <laughs> Come on. Usually, usually when we say, go turn to somebody and say, I love you, we, we look to the one we really love. Oh, yeah, I love you. No, not you, you. No, we, we have to love each other. Can somebody say amen? amen. Relationships, amen. We got to understand that the church, we need to get along. We need to work some things out because a church that expresses love, we need to express love for one another because relationships are worth restoring. Amen. So I want to minister a seven step biblical steps in restoring relationships. Amen. I'm going to give you three today. Amen. Because you can't handle four. Amen. But three today. Hallelujah. I'll give you the other four next week. Is that all right? If the Lord's be willing. Amen. So you guys ready? Yeah. Ready for the steps? This is steps about relationships. This is step for about each other. This is how you and I, somebody say me. We can work it out. We can get along. We can iron out some differences. We can become that church without spot or blemish or wrinkle. Amen. So number one, talk to God before talking to the person. Come on. How many know that's, that's, that's a good place to start? Amen. Come on. Somebody say amen. Talk it out. Talk to God before talking to the person. Discuss the problem with God first. See, the problem with most people, they don't. Come on. We talk to everyone else but God. Come on. We even talk to unbelievers before God. Come on. We're asking co-workers for advice. We're asking somebody on, on marriage issues that's been divorced seven times. Amen. Uh, come on. We're, we're, we're asking the wrong people and nobody's going to God. We must pray to God about the conflict first instead of gossiping it to a friend. When we do this, church, we'll discover that either God changes your heart, somebody say my heart, my heart, changes the situation, or changes the other person without your help. Come on, somebody. Come on. All your relationships, listen, will go smoother if you would just pray about them more. Instead of letting your emotions lead you. Just like David did in the book of Psalms. He used prayer, listen, to cool off his anger. Come on, he, he, would, he would go to God. He would tell God exactly how he felt. Amen. He would cry out to God. Yeah, let, me, let me tell you, church, you can cry out to God for any situation. Anything that you're going through. God is never surprised or upset by your anger. He's never surprised or uh, by your hurt or your insecurities or, or other emotions. You can tell God exactly, listen, how you feel. You can tell daddy anything you want. You can tell him how frustrated you are. You can tell him what you can express to God exactly how you feel. The Apostle James said that many of our conflicts are caused because people are not praying. Look what James says in chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. What's causing all the quarrels uh, and all the fights among you? Amen. Uh, don't, don't they... Uh, they, don't they seem from the evil desires at war within you? You want uh, what you don't have, and you scheme and kill to get it. You're jealous of what others have, but you can't get it. So you fight in way, uh, and war, uh, uh, wage war to take it away from them. Yet you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. 
And even when you do ask, you don't get it because all your motives are all wrong. You only want only what will give you pleasure. Come on, somebody say, we're selfish. We are selfish people, church. You may say you're not, but let me tell you, there's selfishness within us. Because this flesh is within us, church. God here is telling us that you and I need to come to God first on situations and, and fights and things like that. Amen. God is also, you know, another thing you can do, go talk to somebody of a good brother and sister in the church to give you some input. A leader. Me. Hello. Hallelujah. My wife. Somebody that will direct you uh, in the right way. Amen. And so you got to go to God, though. God is saying, you got to come to me. We got all these problems. God says, you know what? You never came to me. We don't talk to him. We don't, we don't go out to him. Let me tell you, starting with God is the best place if you want to resolve some conflicts in relationships. See, fighting and battling each other will get us nowhere. Come on, somebody. Fighting among believers, listen, is always harmful. It's not good. It may feel good. Come on, for a moment, but it's, it's not really a good scene for the church to be fighting each other. Come on, brothers and sisters fighting against each other. Brothers and sisters talking, talking stuff about each other. Come on, it's not a good scene. And so James explains that these conflicts, conflicts, amen, result from evil desires and tensions within us. Come on, somebody say yes, hallelujah. These things come within us, church. We want more possession. We want more money. We want a higher status, more recognition, more, more respect, amen. And when we don't get what we want, we fight in order to get it. Come on, somebody say hello. hello. So instead of submitting ourselves to God and asking God to help get rid of the selfish desires within us and trust Him with the conflict or giving us what we really need. See, a lot of us don't go to God because He'll exactly tell you what you really need. In most cases, you're the problem. We're the problem. Come on, somebody. Come on, we, 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 we have a right, we, we, we have a strong case, but it's very, very selfish. First John chapter 3.15 says this, Anyone who hates another brother or sister is really a murderer at heart. And you know that murderers do not have eternal life within them. We know that the real, that what, we know that what real love is because Jesus gave up his life for us. So we ought to give up our lives, somebody say my life, for our brothers and sisters. James mentions right here in our text, church, that the common problem with believers is in our prayer. Come on, why? Because we're not asking. We're not asking. We're not asking for help. We're not asking for direction. We're not asking for anything from God. We're, we're not going to God. We're not asking or we're asking with wrong motives. Come on. We're asking God, hurt them for us, please. Poke an eyeball. Break a leg. Come on. Someone, don't look at me all innocent. Amen. Come on. We, 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 there's evil intentions within us. Amen. And so we're not asking or we have wrong motives or we're asking for the wrong reasons. Let me ask you a couple questions. Don't, don't, don't answer them. But do you talk to God at all? Do you talk to him or do you complain to him? Come on, only. Come on, do you, do you talk to God? And when you do, what do you talk about? 
Do you only ask to satisfy your desires? Do you ask for God's approval for what you already decided to do? <laughs> Come on, somebody. Listen, your prayers, listen, your prayers will become more powerful when you allow God to change your desires that will line up to his will for your life church uh, you got to ask god uh, change my desires uh, change the way i'm thinking uh, change me and align me to your perfect will come on god has to strain us up come on somebody say strain me up god <laughs> come on I, I need i need some strain up amen because we think wrong church we think crooked. We, we don't think with right intentions. We think it's, we think we're, we have a, a right for ourselves and, we're, and what we're trying to address, amen, but our, our motives are wrong. We need something that will align it to God's will. That will align the desires of a heart to His heart. Can somebody say amen? amen. First John 3, 21 to 22 says this. Dear friends, if we don't feel guilty, we can come to God with a bold confidence and we will receive from him whatever we ask because we obey him and do the things that please him. Church, there is nothing wrong with wanting good things. How many want some good things? There's nothing wrong with wanting good things. God gives good gifts. Can somebody say amen? And he wants you to enjoy these gifts. I mean, he wants you to enjoy these things. First Timothy chapter four, verse four to five says this. Since everything God created is good, we should not reject anything of it, but receive it with thanks. And we know it is made acceptable by the word of God and by prayer. If God gives you good things, you should not feel bad about it. Come on, if God is blessing you, you should not feel bad about it. You thank God for it. Hallelujah. Amen. Every time God blesses me, I say, God, I, you know, I don't say I don't deserve this. I say, God, you're blessing me. My prayer every morning, amen, is that God, you bless me. God, you bless me at work. God, you bless me throughout the day. You know what? I recognize the need to be blessed. I recognize it is you and only you, God, that blesses. And I know that you will bless me indeed hallelujah come on i pray that every morning because i want the blessings of god amen i'm not selfish he'll give me what i did what he wants to give me i'm not gonna hold back and say you know what god don't bless me today go bless that other brother no 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 bless me first then go bless them <laughs> no we want to we want everyone to be blessed but I, I want whatever god wants to give me amen if you don't want to receive it or you you you, you won't get it you know, God, give it to me, whatever it is. If it's nothing, praise the Lord. I love you anyway. Come on, Come on I, I'm, I'm still serve you either way, amen. Whether I get the job or I don't get the job, God. Whether I get blessed or I get the raise or I don't get the raise, God. I, I work unto you, God. And so if it's not now, promotion comes later, amen. God, I'm going to serve you. I'm going to love you, amen. And I'm going to trust you, God. Come on, nothing's going to change. Whatever you want to give me today, I'll take it. And if it's, this is all, praise God. You got some situations. You got to go where first? God. Go to God. Talk to God. Amen. Number two, take the initiative. Come on. This is good for marriages right here too. Hallelujah. Married couple going through some troubles. Receive. Say, I receive married couples. Hallelujah. I receive. Hallelujah. I'm saying it for myself. Amen. It doesn't matter. Listen. 
Take the initiative. It doesn't matter if you are the one being offended or the offender. God expects you, somebody say me, to make the first move. Don't wait on the other person. Go to them first. Come on. You know what the problem is here? Pride. Come on, somebody. We stand and we say, no, 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 pastor. He was wrong. She was wrong. Come on. They need to come to me first because I am right. I've heard that so many times, especially with marriages. Hallelujah. Come on. No, 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 no. We, we, got, it's, we got a pride problem, church. It doesn't just, it doesn't just rest on men. It, it rests on women, too. Come on, there's this pride we don't, we, don't want, we don't want to confess, or we simply just don't want to just, we want to win. We want to win the war. We want to win the battle. We want to win the fight, amen. Uh, you know, I'm a fight to win guy, right? My, babe, my, my wife can testify, you know what, I, I want, but God is showing me that, you know what, you need to humble yourself, boy. You, you, you need to just, you know what, it's not a matter of who wins, who doesn't, it's just getting things right. Come on, we got to come together, church. And so we need to break from this problem of pride, amen, because restoring broken fellowship is so, so important in the church. Jesus commanded that we take care of this first before that we even come to worship him. Come on, it says in Matthew chapter 5, 23 to 24, and this is the Message Bible, it says like this, This is how I want you to conduct yourself in these matters. If you enter a place of worship and about to make an offering, then you suddenly remember a grudge a friend has against you. Abandon that offering or your offering. Leave immediately. Go to this friend and make it right. Then and only then come back and work out things with God. Come on, we can't be here sitting, worshiping God, amen, and our brother that's behind us or a sister that's behind us, we have a grudge on them, and here we are trying to worship God. He says, you got a problem with that brother or sister, you know what? Abandon that offering, abandon your worship right here, right now, go get right with that brother and sister, and then come back. Oh, come on. And now you can, you can worship me the way you need to worship right. me. Come on, somebody. See, broken relationships can hinder our relationship with God. When fellowship is broken, make plans to fix it right away. Don't procrastinate. We got any procrastinators in the house. Hallelujah. Come on. Don't procrastinate. Don't make excuses. Any excusers here? Hallelujah. Come on. Now. Don't make a promise. Any promisers? Come on. How many know that we how many, how many are still owing on some promises? Come on, don't make any excuses or promises that you'll do it someday. Just go do it. Tell your neighbor, do it. Tell yourself, do it. You got you to gotta tell yourself. You got to say, man, I got to do that. I can't procrastinate. I got to do the right thing. I got to do the righteous thing. I need to do the, the holy thing, church. This is what God expects from us. He knows you're mad. That's why you got to go to God first and tell him how you feel. That way you can go take care of the problem with this person. And get things right so that you can enjoy the blessings of God. That you can enjoy your worship. That you can enjoy your home, your life, and everything else.